common denominators, common denominators, common denominators. The way that the world exists today. The way that the world exists today. Can you imagine now a world without a cell phone? The social media. Bloviating. The social media. The internet. The airwaves. The, the cell phone. Bloviating. The, the cell phone. Like a word processor. Bloviating. Like a word processor. The social media. Bloviating. A product of their environment. You right, running sorry. for sure? Um, it is what it is. Fucking in an empty way. If his mom kissed him in yeah. that. Right. Environment that I grew up in. Whiter. I'm the same age as their parents. Whiter. Bloviating. And so. Daddy. They were exposed to the same environment. Whiter. You know, I know what the thought process is. Are you right, running sorry. for sure? Big mess. Like a word processor. <laughs> Throw all that aside. The way that the world exists today. Common denominators. Bloviating. Hop on a bike and go. You're way off they topic. Hop on a bike and go. And you've completely gone off topic. We have hop on a bike and go. Yeah, Ride the hell out. You're, you're, you're a just, mess. You're, 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 you're a just, mess. You're, you're bloviating. I got your back, Jeff. Now we're talking about Popeye's mom. He's older than my mom is. He's older than my mom is. The public perception. I respect. Big mess. Can you imagine now a world without a cell phone? Bloviating. The social media. Common denominator. The internet. The airwaves. Big mess. Bloviating. I know. I've read a lot about that. You're, you're, you're a just, mess. You're, you're, they're off base. So that's your take. One final factor, if I could. Well, you go ahead. Well, you go ahead. Bloviate well, all you want. Bloviate well, all you want. Can you imagine now a world without a cell phone? Common denominators. Common denominators. Common denominators. The way that the world exists today. The way that the world exists today. Can you imagine now a world without a cell phone? The social media. Bloviating. The social media. The internet. The airwaves. The cell phone. Bloviating. The cell phone. Like a word processor. Bloviating. Like a word processor. The social media. Bloviating. A product of their environment. Are you right, running sir. for sure? Um, it is what it is. Fucking in an empty way. If his mom kissed him in yeah. that. Right. environment that I grew up in. Whiter. I'm the same age as their parents. Whiter. Bloviating. And so, Daddy, Harley Davidson, they were exposed to the same environment. Whiter, I know what the thought process is. Daddy, Harley Davidson. I've ridden in every state. Whiter, as far as modern day of uh, you know the information that's available out to them now. That Bloviating. It's different times. There's a lot of differences out there. It's different times. Were there certain types of horses you guys like to ride? And Daddy, <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> Throw all that aside. Hop on a bike and go. The social media, common denominator. Throw all that aside. Hop on a bike and go. Big mess. Bloviating. I know. I've read a lot about that. You're, you're, you're a just, mess. You're, you know, they're off base. So that's your take. Throw all that aside. Hop on a bike and go. Um, it is what it is. Hop on a bike and go. You're asking yourself, what was that about? Well, let me tell you what that was about. That was some rants from Jeff and Popeye of the North crew who came down to assist me with that episode and for that i'm forever grateful thanks guys for coming down i will tell you guys that i had to edit this this ranks number one in law abiding biker podcast history it ranks number one for the amount of time that it took me to post edit literally hours i will tell you god bless jeff i love him and thank you so much for helping he's a nose breather and so there's a lot of noise breaths in here and i try to take most of them out he has a very low voice i tried to bring levels up I had to cut a lot of stuff because like I said, there was some straight ranting and talking about, I was asking, asking questions to these guys 
and they would get off on a tangent and it had nothing to do with the question that I asked. So it was fun and we enjoyed it, but there's still a lot of, you might hear a few of the cuts in the episode. I did the best I could, but it's still awesome content. Um, and uh, this episode is not really as long as it listed. Uh, there is a special feature at the very end. If you want to stick around after the music and everything's done and we're done with the official podcast, it starts back up and it's just simply some, I think it's like 15 minutes of Jeff, me and Popeye, uh, trying to talk and have a conversation, which is just very interesting. And I still don't quite understand it all. So you'll probably get a few laughs out about it, but Obviously, if you don't want to stick around that, you don't have to. But I just want to let you know that I put it at the very, very end of everything. If you want to check that out, you'll hear a lot of the stuff in the beginning uh, snippet there. You'll hear a lot of those uh, rants in there and where I got them from. But anyways, um, all right, guys. Well, I appreciate you checking back in and enjoy the show, huh? law-abiding biker media. Welcome to the law-abiding biker podcast and it's the best podcast because it's my daddy's podcast. Mm. Feel it Popeye? I'm feeling it. We're back baby. We're back. I don't feel it too hard. I won't. All right. Welcome back everybody to the law-abiding biker podcast. That's right, this is the podcast for the motorcycling majority of the big 99 percenters, baby. That's right, the big MM. We cover it all here. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is the podcast for all, that's right, all law-abiding bikers. We cover it all here. That's right. Roll the throttle back. Kickstand up, hang on, as we come after you with another wild ass ride. boy. All right, guys, welcome back. This is Ryan Erlacher, your host of the Law Abiding Biker Podcast, and your high tech redneck. Of course, studio right. This is a Popeye. Popeye. Studio right in. Of course, he uh, popped his cherry. Popped his cherry last uh, episode, and this is his uh, second episode he's been with us. Jeff, studio left. What's going on, buddy? Just hanging out, trying to work this iPad here. I got it, I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I uh, gave Jeff the iPad so he can read the notes this time. High tech redneck, a run for his money. Yeah, because the last time you were using your phone. And uh, it didn't last long. Apparently, your phone um, doesn't isn't capable of reading. Basically, um, just send new age. It does phone calls and taxes. <laughs> all it does. Hey, at least it's not tethered to a cord. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. It's not mine either. Well, um, is that works? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, maybe. Maybe not. Oh, it's just an old phone he has. All right, old yeah. Phone. All right, guys, welcome back. Um, yeah, glad you guys. Uh, tuned back in um couple things real quick um like i say i do have popeye in the studio and um Mm -hmm. jeff and we are oh we got a couple things i want to do a couple uh itunes reviews abroad yeah 
um, uh-huh. and not that kind of broad. We like those kind of broads, though, too. Yes. Abroad, which I mean, I found a new deal, and I'll tell you guys about it, where I can see some iTunes reviews from around the world, because there are different iTunes markets, if you were not aware, and I became aware of that. And uh, anyways, I found a cool tool. I want to talk real quick about the new Patreon page, if you listened to the last episode, and to uh, we'll get into that. We've got a really funny... Uh, story that we're going to talk about a new story and it is factual oh yeah that's a good uh, one yeah it's pretty good and uh about a uh, lawsuit sarge a motorcycle is gonna, sarge is gonna have to listen to this one well you know he might and he might know something about this he, hopefully it might if even not, be we'll him. Educate him we might be able to educate him <laughs> it might be him in the uh in yeah. the article they don't name him yeah. so anyways we got about four emails and i'm sorry guys uh i'm i like i told you in past, we get to them as we can, and unfortunately, I have um, can only get to four of them today. We're going to do the best we can, and then our main topic is why so many motorcycle clubs are popping up over the last, I would say, eight years, to be fair, and they're just kind of popping everywhere, and we're going to talk about some of that. If we have time, uh, we got a, a review on a windshield, but we'll see. We'll see where we get. Um, we'll see where we go from there. We don't but know where we'll end up. We just don't we know. Don't, we don't know where we started. We don't know where we end up. But um, <laughs> yeah, guys, like I say, the emails, I do have them uh, cataloged and I will get to them and I throw them in episodes where I can. And uh, so please keep sending them. Please keep sending the voicemails. We It's been a while since we had a... I still have some voicemails to play. I'm just waiting until... One of them is um, from Alaska. Oh, from uh, uh, Ooh, yeah. Beans Baxter. Yep. Larry Baxter. Larry Beans Baxter. And uh, so Larry. Halibut fishing. Did you get us a boat up there, Larry? He did, actually. He told us he could get us some boats. Yeah, I he? see him on Facebook all the time. Pretty sure he said he'd get some boats. Yeah, and he, he's uh, been a, a loyal listener and, and uh, of the law-abiding, loyal supporter, I should say. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, anyways, he uh, he sent a couple of emails, some, or voicemails some time ago, and it's about that Alcon Highway. I don't want to follow up on that. So right. yeah, just, we'll get to that one. We will. And I'm sorry, Larry, but I just, I need the right, uh, I need LD and Popeye since they're apparently Alcan Highway experts as pretty they much. put themselves yeah. off. And hey, uh, I've driven a lot up there. Well, I'm pretty sure Larry's going to prove you both wrong. <laughs> so, anyways, good job, Larry. Uh, yeah, clap to Larry. All right. You know who I want to have leave us some voicemails is some of these guys like John O'Keefe. You know, guys, oh, guys. you voicemails, right? He yeah. leaves us lots of emails and he's, yeah. he's involved on the Facebook page. He's very involved. He's, uh, he sent some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, he does. He's got some IRA ties and stuff. That's why I'm We're saying. just kidding. Yeah, he doesn't. I but. would not talk bad about him at all, dude. No. I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure he could have his wax. He can reach studio. right through that mic and strangle you right Probably. now. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, a couple quick don't drink and drive it ain't worth it is it popeye no it you is don't want, not you don't want to you don't want to get caught you don't want to pay five thousand dollars for an you attorney don't. you don't want to kill somebody what do you think jeff absolutely the five thousand dollars is just a start that's right something will follow you around for years if not the rest of your life there you go so get what we do with our club the sworn few mc get yourself an alcohol breathalyzer lawbindingbiker.com slash alcohol get one put it in your saddlebags know where you are as far as the legal limit goes don't ride don't take a chance. All right, guys, that is uh, kicks us back a little bit. Don't forget, if you order something, Motorcycle Superstore, lawabidingbiker.com slash Motorcycle Superstore, or forward slash Rocky Mountain, which is Rocky Mountain ATV and MC. I have had good luck with them. I actually order a lot of stuff through them. So you order anything lately, guys? What are you buying for your bikes? Anything mm. besides your $10,000 seat? Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> 
your alligator snakeskin silver tip seat. Alligator belly. Allig- yeah. It's already done. No, All right. There's some things that I want to do with the back end of it as far as blacking it out, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Uh, you want to do the back end of <laughs> I wasn't LD gonna last go episode that you're talking about. Talking about smoke lighting back there. Smoke, uh-huh. huh? smoke lighting. Smoke lighting in the back. Smoked lighting. Yep. Just leave it. I'm leave it alone. No, no. I've already priced it out. Must be into something new. <laughs> it's a it's a new fad. Up and coming. All right, guys. So, um, what's new, guys? Anything? Not Just no. spit. Come on. Anything hey. new in your life? You had any kids lately, Popeye? I'm, I'm working on. It. I haven't had any kids lately. No, okay. Work on you know working and sleeving out. Did you, you? You didn't even say anything about that. Oh, you know what? I've been so um, freaking tied up with all this mm-hmm. podcast, and I've been releasing the videos lately. I'm seriously, dude. I am like a, a basket case a little bit. So talk about it. I'm talk about half, the ink, dude. Just about halfway through. I'm, I'm going to go back in probably on Thursday. I and, can't believe I didn't even. Yeah, you didn't say anything. Hold it up. Boom. For the listening I'm audience, a, and holding it up for the listening that's audience. That's nice, dude. So working on it's about halfway. I'm sorry I didn't even pay attention. I'm so used mm-hmm. to tattoos. and Yeah, about and halfway done, I'm going to go go finish the rest of it here, like I said, probably Thursday and get it uh, get the rest of it dialed in. boy, Just do it, man. Do it. Feels good. Do it. Just do it. So, here Sarge we go. is getting ready to go get some stuff, too. Hey, What are you getting, Sarge? I'm having some work done May first. Don't really want to talk about it till I see how it turns out. It's kind of it's a special one. Yeah, it is. It's it, it when you, it'll be cool. Got it uh, lined up. Uh, yep. Met with the guy. As a matter of fact, today before we took off to come the ride down here, and I just basically looked him in the eye and I I said it in front of him. I said, "Can you do this?" And he said, "Yes, I can." So um, he's like, "Are you sure you want it on your lower back?" <laughs> 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 Sorry, uh, no. So so I meet with him on May first. Are you doing it in town? Final. Yeah. Okay. Through Mark's guy. Okay. Yeah. He's done some work actually on one of my boys. Mm-hmm. And it, he, does good. Good work. He, he does, does good, good work. work. he does good work. He does good work. Um this one though is you know it's kind of special. It's, it's you know something that I really want to make sure that uh you know gets done right. And so, you know, I asked him, and like I said, I've seen some of his work before, it's very good. But you know, something like this, you know, he's honest about it. He was hesitant at first, but after we've gone over it for a bit, talked to him about it today. Can you do this? Yes, I can. So we're Good to go. All right, Roger that. You got to uh, move up on your mic for me just a little bit. I got your did gain. Did you hear all... any of it? Well, I did. I got your gain. I got no more gain to adjust for you. So if you can get just a little bit closer, it'll it'll work better. But anyways. Talking to the mosquito netting. Right into the mosquito netting. There you right go. Right into it. Huh? Yep. That's right much better. All right. all right. So do I need to repeat it? Pretend no, like you no. want to lick it. I cranked the gain all the way up on the mixer, so I think I got enough. Okay. Um, that's right. No biggie. I just uh, throw We're it out there. We're mixing now. It's only his second episode, so he's still working on you, yeah, newbie. the mic. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. No, you see, now he's going to yell at me about my breathing. No, we got to back up when you're not. You got to breathe. If breathe you're away so from talk it. and get back. Yes, right. When you want to breathe, back say up. what you got to say, and then kick yeah, back and, and get the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you, you dive right it's in. It's a work in progress. Dive right in, you dive get right in, and then back yep, out. That's yeah. what I do. I dive in, hit <laughs> it, and then back out. Okay. Just, I'm feel an F word coming yeah. up. <laughs> Hit it, then quit it. Go ahead. <laughs> you went to college. Come on. Let her fly. <laughs> All right. So, what do we got? Where well, are we at here? Well, we're nowhere. We got a loaded ass episode. We got That's right. We're loaded ass episode like usual. We're, yeah. we're nowhere like usual. Uh, haven't gone anywhere. Nope. We're pretty much just completely get off topic. So I wanted to talk a little bit about a little uh, 
deal I found, and that is a, a little tool I found. Now, there's different iTunes markets around right. the world. Uh, I wasn't aware of that. No. I mean, I figured that they're, uh, you know, they're, I'm learning stuff all the time. The high-tech redneck. Mm-hmm. I'm always learning. I'm right. always, I'm a sponge. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's different iTunes markets out there. And so there's different reviews in different iTunes market. Well, the reviews that people leave here, or for whatever market we're in, the North American market, right. let's just say, we don't see everybody else's reviews. So I found this cool tool, and if you guys want to use it, you can go to, um, it's called ReviewCast, just like it sounds, all one word, ReviewCast.io. And you can type in any um, podcast you want, Law Abiding Biker, and you can see all, it's an aggregator, it kind of aggregates all the different reviews from all around the world. And so that's the only way I can see reviews from other markets. So I'm going to start checking it regularly. So you, all of our listeners that are from out of, uh, you know, the United States or, or out of North America or whatever. Um, it's yeah. pretty cool. So now I can actually see their yeah. comment. I did, they've been there. Very cool. We got all, you know, we've been yeah. saying that forever. We got listeners from all over the place. Do you want to read some of these? You why know, don't these? you, buddy? Hey, why don't we? Like John O'Keefe over here in Ireland, one of a, he's been a loyal and loyal friend and crew. Uh, he gives us five stars. His top class show, boys. Keep up the good work. Thanks, John O'Keefe. Yeah, we got another one coming out of Australia. And this is from Charlie Caruana. Caruana? I'm sorry, yes, I'm butchering your last name. C-A-R-U-A-N-A. He says, wow, guys, I really love this stuff. I don't get to ride my Harley every day, and I need to commute to work by car. Now you have made my drive to work a little easier, knowing I'm about to learn a little bit more about my bike and have a laugh while doing so. I understand how hard it is to put something like this together week after week and in such good quality. My hat's off to you guys, and my next stop will be a little donation. Keep the good work. And that's from Charlie down there in Australia. Thank you, Charlie. We appreciate it. And I wanted to say that one from Charlie is back, or up. Chumio, Australia. Is that right? Yeah, it looks like yeah, Chumio. Okay, yeah. um, that's his name that he uses. I think on. Uh, um, Could be. It is. It's his name. You know how you can put anything mm-hmm. in iTunes, um, like John Joe Keefe. That's what he put mm-hmm. from Ireland. That was back. John left that back in November of 2013, and Chumio from Australia left it back in. That's just their username, iTunes username, in November of 2013. So I'm sorry, guys, that I just found this new tool, and uh, I will be checking for all our uh, listeners from abroad, uh, so to speak, so that we can make sure that we get you guys. Um, we really, really appreciate your involvement, and uh, we certainly don't want to leave you out. I wasn't trying to do that. I just had no idea that there was all these different markets. I thought if you left a review, I would see it, but maybe it would be in a different language or something. I didn't know, dude. Yeah, I have no yeah, Australia, clue. they got a different language down there. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying, uh, dude. Like, yeah. you know. God, I hope that John can understand us. Do you think there's anybody Charlie in China listening to us? There's yeah. got to be. I don't know. They got a little I got to look at our stats, dude. We do get listens. I can I track all that. Um, oh, yeah. I can tell exactly where people are listening. I can tell where people are downloading. I can tell what they're downloading it on, hmm. whether it's iDevices, whether it's computer, and by far it's mobile devices. That is the you know industry so standard weird. now for consuming um consuming podcasts is, is uh definitely consumer. mobile what else devices. we got here john o'keefe what does he ride uh i can't remember um actually i think he got pretty sure yeah he did i believe he got the yeah he did street light he did it wasn't it wasn't the special wasn't the special because he says you can't get them that's right and it costs more than the special over here but you can't get them i remember that previous content uh very good yeah i heard western ireland western ireland 
very good. It's about as beautiful a ride as you can get. Well, did you hear that episode we did? Um, He sent us, it was just the whole episode wasn't about it, but he sent us a, uh, and I would have to go back. I can't remember off the top of my head which episode that was, but we put the map out of Ireland. He wanted everybody to know about riding the West Coast of of Ireland. That'd be awesome. I I put it in the show notes. I had heard that already. My wife's Irish. Did you? I'd like to get over there one of these days. Mm. I had heard that already about Western Ireland. Yeah. The, and if you get it, I'll show you after the show, but he sent a map uh, yeah. of that. And, and uh, yeah, pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, be awesome. Pretty sure they don't. Right. Uh, I just heard his name. They don't like beer times. over there, though. I don't know if we'd last. Yeah. I've heard you Probably mention, I've heard you mention like his beer. name several times, and I just hadn't heard what he wrote. It's a dry country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, it's a dry country. Mm-hmm. That's right. But, you know, um, that's what's awesome. So all our listeners, what do you think about that, Jeff? You're being heard all over the world, not just here, little not just studio. in your little one. You know, you. people want to hear what you have to say. People like you; yeah. they really, really like you, yeah, Jeff. I think so? Uh. Mm-hmm. Are you Are you done? <laughs> Is he doing that to me now? Yeah. yeah. There I go. I what got... do they think of me? I think of tune in. The charge is going to be on tune in, dude. No, I don't think it's going to be anything like that. But it's just kind of cool. The idea of well, like Mr. O'Keefe as a for instance that. uh you know, he sits and listens over there, you know, in a totally different, you know, part of the world and different culture and whatnot. But, you know, the common theme there, common denominator amongst all of them is, you know, love of motorcycle riding, no matter where you're from. Amen. Harley-Davidson uh, motorcycle. Yeah, it's just kind of cool to, to be able to connect, even in a small way. That is what the yeah, Law-Abiding yeah, Biker Podcast is striving for. And, you know, and I think it's really great that, that, you know, as a, for instance, again, Mr. O'Keefe, you know, takes the time out to, you know, to send a note and say, hey. Yeah. Thank you, you sir. Know, appreciate it. All you right, know, you know uh, where I get a ride that's really cool here this uh, this winter, since we're on cool places to ride, Hawaii. Oh, we're gonna take uh, we're going. To are the you big, really going to the Big Island? And we've already got plans. Gonna rent Harley's. Are you really? Who are you mm. going with, man? Uh, going with a buddy of mine. He works for a a neighboring agency. Him and, and me and my wife, and then him and his wife are gonna go over. And yeah, we're gonna rent uh, rent some Harley's and tour tour the Big Island. That's awesome, dude. I wish I could do that with you. Um, I'll let you sit on the back. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so that is a good segue. His email right there, where how he says, you know, um, I understand. This is a great deal from him, um, from Chumio from Australia, and uh, I understand how hard it is to put something like this week after week in such good quality. My hats off to you guys, and my next next stop will be a little little donation. Keep up the good work. That is great to move right in to. And I announced it last episode, guys, and that is my Patreon page. You did. You know? Cheers. Cheers to the Patreon page. Um, And I'll just explain it real quick again, guys. Um, You can listen to the last episode, and I'm going to have, obviously, uh, some links to it in this show, lawabidingbiker.com forward slash on whatever episode number this is. You'll get the show notes. Do you want to explain Patreon, or can you explain it, either of you? Or do you want me to do it? Basically, what happens is a person decides that they want to donate... They want to pledge. They can pledge however much they want per release of video or content, I should say. There you go. From the Law Abiding Biker Studio. So if the what if they want to pledge five dollars per content coming out, and we haven't set at one dollar, you can they could submit. You can do as much as you want. You could set at one dollar. You could set at a million dollars if you want to set out a million dollars per content coming out. I like that talk. Yeah, and we had five contents coming out per month. You do five million (laughs) dollars. Told you he was going to screw it up. 
<laughs> but if you wanted to only pledge, you know, if you wanted to pledge a dollar per content, you wanted to set a max of, let's say, ten dollars per month. So no risk, baby. No, no risk. No risk, baby. Yeah. So if you just want to set it, you know, ten dollars, you know, at a max for a month. For a month, you know, all you'd be all you'd be on the hook for if we even came out with ten dollars. If or, I came out with a thousand episodes, yeah, you'd be on the hook thousand, for five bucks. Yep, you came out a thousand. Yep, you're on the hook for the ten dollars. I said ten. Yeah, uh, basically, yeah, you're on the hook just for that ten. Very nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, you guys. go to our page. We have copious notes on all of our uh, all of our podcasts, and you'll be able to go there and you'll be able to see and look into more about what exactly this is about. And it's Law Abiding Biker. It's the Patreon page, right? Patreon so it's lawabidingbiker.com slash Patreon page. Patreon. Patreon, sorry. I could have did either, but I did yeah. Patreon. Right. Well, you know, so yeah, guys, lawabidingbiker.com <laughs> slash Patreon. You can learn all about it. And like I say, guys, he says how much work this is. Absolutely. I'm not going to dwell on it too much. Um, but I just want to tell you guys, we've already got two patrons. We announced them last and you pledge, you know, like I said, I have it set as low as a dollar. And if you pledge more, there's certain rewards you get for pledging um, per content episode, you know, so you're looking at, you know, a couple, three episodes a month, four episodes, you know, and like I say, you can start at a dollar and you can donate as much as you want, but it's risk-free. And it really, hopefully we can keep it going. And if everybody who viewed every video and listened to every podcast, just $1 per episode, that's it. So that's like three bucks a month or four bucks a right. month, you know, because um, I usually get three podcasts, four podcasts, and maybe a video, maybe, and not every month. So anyways, that way we don't have to put any sponsors. We don't have to seek sponsorship. We don't have to do any of that, which we are doing right now. We wouldn't have to put ads in, nothing like that. Mm. And uh Instead of going subscription either, because that's another thing I've looked at, you know, going to something where you'd have to subscribe. And I don't want to do that, guys. I really don't. We want to, I just, uh, like I say, we're getting bigger and it's getting more expensive, just operating costs alone. And we want to keep ramping it up. And I do have a bunch of equipment. Um, should be up by the next episode. That's, yeah, it's going to be good stuff. Good. Moving up in the world. We are moving, moving on up. up to the sky. I don't know the rest. Um, yeah. East side. Yeah. Okay. That's what the old show was. Right, Serge? No. I'm sorry. I was that wasn't side the or west side. Moving on up yeah. to the, isn't it east side? It's not west side, right? East side? No. Oh, gosh. What Come on. Would, no, give me a minute. It wasn't, that's the name of the show? No. No. That's no, the, the theme the song. Yeah. The theme song. I got gotcha. you. Gosh, it's 20 years ago. You don't remember it. No. Longer than that, I think, even. Mm. The Jeffersons. Yeah, there it was the Jeffersons, the Jeffersons. The but... Jeffersons. All right. All right. What do we got here? We're oh, moving on. Oh, oh, moving oh, oh, oh. Ooh, we got a nice little story here. But... Moving on up. That's what we're doing right here with Patreon. Preach it. I'm pretty sure I'm not getting an apartment. Hallelujah. Yeah, baby. All right. Jeff's over there just like... What the hell is going on? He just passed away like last year, the the star of that show. I don't remember what his name was, that actor, but he was a real funny guy. Yeah. He made that show work. He did. It was kind of an offshoot of uh, All in Family, wasn't it? Uh... Was it or was that after All in the Family was after, I think? Well, it was after All in the Family. I think it was kind of an offshoot because there have been episodes in which, you know, they're all based out of New York City. Yes. And I think that it was kind of an offshoot because the main character actor in the Jeffersons and, of course, Archie Bunker, because they were different races, of course, they didn't get along. And so I want to say it was an offshoot of that show, I think. Mm -hmm. But so uh, they're both real funny. They are. I liked them. 
I watched those growing up. They don't have good TV anymore. They don't. I'm just telling you that right now. They don't. Um, Deadliest catch. So we are not. That is good. We are not um, moving up in the world. Uh, I'm not going to move to an apartment in the sky. But with Patreon, (laughs) you can at least help support us, guys. So anyways, enough about that. LawAbidingBiker.com forward slash Patreon. We got way off subject there. We're spinning the wheels, baby. that's how we roll. Spinning the wheels. That's how we roll. (laughs) We got a awesome news story that we wanted to talk about uh, for you guys, so let's get right into that news story. Do you know what the topic is there, Popeye? I do. We're talking about a guy that has a little issue while riding his BMW, or maybe from his BMW. All right, so news story of the day, guys. News story of the day. It reads, BMW, quote, persistent erection lawsuit dismissed seriously do you want to talk about this popeye oh this is pretty funny so this guy he's down in san francisco a superior Wait, where san francisco treat that starts it right there yeah so superior court down in san francisco this guy breaking came. news yeah breaking news <laughs> we're back live that's it sit down in san francisco superior court decides to throw out this guy's lawsuit he's got a deal uh, he is, he's claiming that he, well, he brought on a suit against, I think, did he bring against BMW yeah, and Superior, Corbin seat? It looks like Sup- Superior Court of San Francisco has dismissed a lawsuit against BMW and Corbin Pacific, which I assume right. is Corbin, Corbin seats. Corbin seats, right? It says it later. Hey, do you have a Corbin seat? Uh, I used to. Okay. Did you? I, I shouldn't have got rid of it. I wouldn't have. I, sh- I, you probably eBay that son of a gun oh, for, I could have got a whole lot more money if this, if I would attach this article. So basically this guy's got a 93 BMW. Oh. And he's got a Corbin seat on yeah. it. Yeah. And what happened was oh those ninety that, oh those oh, BMWs on those, those Corbin seats oh they'll turn you on man. Ooh, I don't know how you deal with them. Oh, it just that's just the start of every porn right there. <laughs> you know it is. <laughs> and we're talking about motorcycle porn. <laughs> motorcycle porn. So this guy gets an erection that lasts, he says, for several months. And oh yeah, work it, work it gets an erection that lasts for several months and decides to sue these manufacturers because, because of it. Because the vibration of the motorcycle is what caused it. So now, he says. Right. So what so what I wanna I wanna say, if this is the case, why if excuse me, if that's the case why is BMW not the best-selling motorcycle in the world? Well, I was going to try <laughs> to get... If it'll straight up give you right, an erection exactly. while you're riding, dude. Right. What, the only thing better than riding is riding with an erection. Yeah. Jeff? There should be posters all over the place. <laughs> BMW motorcycles everywhere. I'm, I'm going to try to figure out how to get this specific Playboy, motorcycle. Why in. hasn't BMW been on the cover of Playboy? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's Jeff's on board. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to get this specific motorcycle and seat down here for Sarge. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get the thing delivered, dude. So Corbin Seats is being sued, and BMW Motorcycles is being sued. They claimed this guy, this man, and I'm pretty sure that it's uh, well, it could, we don't know the name. Could have been Jeff. I don't know. Probably, yeah. oh, God. but <laughs> it could, I don't know. I'm just saying that this man. Claimed a motorcycle ride gave him an erection that lasted for several months. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, maybe. Corbin should have been proud. I don't know why they didn't let this go. Dude, Viagra can't even do that. Bring it it on. Yeah, they're worried about four hours. Bring it on. They're worried about four hours, let alone months. If you're you're Corbin 
and your BMW, dude. I'm just saying, you got to market this. Oh, oh yeah, what yep. an incredible! You you just put Vagarite out That's of business. Right. Oh, you would, you would. Two freaking months. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? You don't. You so go. It to, doesn't snow down there. It doesn't s- snow in San Francisco. <laughs> so you build all year. So here's how I see it, dude. BMW condoms and that's there you go. Yeah. See, you're thinking like a businessman. Mm-hmm. I like it. So here's the, you know, you go into the doctor, man. This is what I'm thinking, and you're like, we prescribe you, yeah, a to BMW, go ride a BMW, and a Corbin seat. Yep, because you're gonna have an erection for two months, and yeah. Viagra can't do that for you. So yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Well, doc, you know, thank you. Appreciate and, that. Uh, yeah, appreciate that. So this guy, now it was a 1990, there's a specific model, mm. you know, no, you can't just use it. any model. No, I'm sure you can't. You can't. Mm-mm. You know, I've tried. Yeah. I'm just saying. I bet you have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've tried this after reading this article and, you know, um, I write, I rode my heart. I really drilled down on that seat and <laughs> I couldn't get, uh, <laughs> couldn't you get know, the same sensation, and I even man. went fast and uh, there was vibration, but I'm just, just saying, not enough to stimulate anything. It lasted. It moved. Did it? But it didn't like. Yeah, dude, it didn't like last for several just months. Flopped from the left. To By the, the right. time I got in the door to grab the old lady, it was ding- it was gone. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm sending my Harley back and getting a BMW. <laughs> a '93. A '93. So my BMW. wife sold my bike and said she's getting <laughs> yeah. me a 1993. <laughs> Uh-huh. A K eleven hundred RS. What else is funny about this article is that they've got all these guys. What else in could be here, funnier about like a priaprism? Like a urologist. They bring a urologist in who testifies that the plaintiff's injuries were consistent with a motorcycle ride. Say what? So what I want to know How many times do you go on a ride on a motorcycle ride? <laughs> I mean, who's this who is this this doctor who thinks you're getting a hard on on a motorcycle ride all the time? Well, dude, here's what I'm mm-hmm. here's what I'm thinking. So you go in. Not that the, not, not the motorcycle the doc- riding isn't a lot of fun, but does the doctor look at the prior prism, the 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 Woody, or does he I, have to I feel it for denseness? Breaking you know, things because you're pretty sure you have to. Okay, what is a prior prism? Does he does he have it's a, a uh, does he have a stiff meter? Like yeah. how stiff it is? Yeah, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> You know, You're just quiet over there. He well, wasn't. I, no, he didn't know anything about this. No, let me tell you what I'm doing here. I'm, have you checked out any of the posts on this article? No, I didn't even know there was. Oh, okay. See, yeah, he's yeah. way ahead of us. Look at you, high tech redneck, taking so, over. That's what the, I do when I give him an iPad. Here, first post: Sell the Beamer and buy a Harley. This will cure that. Okay. Here, here's a good one though. That's not good for here's Harley good owners. No, no, no. Here's the good one. He says, "I had exactly that combo: a '93 K1100RS with a Corbin seat. I won't say." It had the same effect on me, <laughs> but those months spent as a special guest of that college sorority will not soon be forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm glad you found those comments. Yeah. See, you get yeah, the guy on iPad. Yeah, a bunch at the bottom pretty good. I think he was just happy that his wife finally let him get a motorcycle yeah. after all of these years. Oh, geez, dude. <laughs> and we can keep going, dude. Oh, there's a bunch of them. So this doctor goes in and uh, he testifies, right? Yeah, as to that's what caused it. How do you yeah. how do you testify to that? Well, I don't know. He uh, uh, well, he sat in a chair I, just he sat fine. In a chair. He never got a hard on sitting in the chair. And uh, I, I I looked at it. Yeah, and it, it was, was flaccid. It was pointing hard. Flaccid. <laughs> it was flaccid sitting flaccid in the chair. Word. Because that's a good court word. Yeah, you wouldn't want yeah, to just no. say he was hard as a rock. No, no, no. Flaccid no, is what fl- limp. <laughs> flaccid is limp, guy. Are you way off? Oh, dude. So flaccid, you'd have to, you'd have to have it's a, a good you'd have tech to, term. Yeah, you'd have to have a, uh, um, somewhere to start a baseline. There you go. Right, that's a good you baseline. Have to have a baseline. Flaccid. So when he sits in his picture. chair, when he sits in his chair, just watching the news, 
then you know he's he's flaccid. <laughs> but when he gets on his '93 BMW, sound please. Oh yeah 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 sorry yeah. sorry sorry. He gets on his '93 BMW. <laughs> I can't. He's always behind. There you go. I mean, there we go. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, and I don't know if he's just down there copping a field. To, you know, is that the measure? I just want to know. Was he like? I don't know. Was he? Was he like laying on his stomach while he was riding, or I don't get it, dude? Or was it's hard to say. do you think he do you think he um, like flung it over the tank and let it sit on the tank, and the vibration was coming through the metal, or what, dude? Well, I'll tell you what, if I could fling mine over the tank, I'd be riding whatever you wanted me to ride <laughs> to be able to do that test. What's better is they have a freaking picture on this article yeah. of a piston. They got to examine the pit. Okay. The court tossed out portions of video testimony. Oh, here's Doctor Jonathan Rutchick. A neurologist, okay, who pinned its possible vib. Oh yeah, who who opined it is possible vibrations from motorcycle could cause priapism, citing studies studies conducted in Japan. All right, I'm looking here, and uh, these stu- oh yeah, the court deemed that they're irrelevant, um, and uh, they were speculative, and they show it. Like I say, this piston. I'm trying to get at what this piston is, dude. I, don't, I guess I they're know. saying this particular piston. Um, is what caused the particular uh, vibrations that cause a boner, not a, not a flaccid prior prism, a boner. <laughs> a raging. Jeff, Jeff laughed when I said boner. Yeah. I heard him. He's he's getting old. Uh, all right, so the court accepted giddy the testimony like a that the, he is getting giddy over there, and uh, so he yeah they accepted testimony. Uh, oh oh here we go. Uh, was not oh yeah. Okay, the court accepted Mechanich's, I don't know what it is, Mechanich's <laughs> testimony that the plaintiff did suffer from prior prison, but it was ruled that doctor was not qualified to offer an opinion on whether the mechanics of Wolf's BMW motorcycle were the direct cause. So what it comes down to is um, they struck the testimony down. This went all the way. Believe it or not, this is what our courts are busy yeah. doing. This is yeah. good, Always very good court. use of our court yeah. system. How much do you think this costs? The San Francisco Superior Court, thank you, because mm-hmm. um, they I'm sure they see a lot of really um, cases that are necessary. Uh, sorry if you live in San Francisco. We love all our San Francisco. Actually, we're going there this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, straight up. I wouldn't discuss that right now. California. We're going to Cali, baby. Cali. And uh, so we love San Francisco. We love California. It has nothing to do with anybody that lives in San Francisco. I'm not going to lie to you. Your courts are messed up, and so is the Ninth Circus. <laughs> yeah. We call it the Ninth Circus Court of Appeals, and anybody on the West Coast knows exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but, yeah, so I guess he's got to keep the motorcycle and continue um, to have uh, two-month boners, yeah. or he's going to have yeah. to man up and uh, um, get get a, get a some other bike. So, yeah, he lost. Oh, Mike Corbin, chief executive producer of Corbin Pacific. All right. That's a ridiculous yeah. true story though, dude. I can't believe how does something like that get past you know, how does a judge let that go past the cause on, right? Because yeah. on lawsuits, lawsuits you're gone. You got it you, anybody can file a lawsuit, but how did it make it I guess it only made it to superior court. So never mind. Yeah. I guess you, you can yeah. be heard in superior yeah. superior That's court. Pretty easy one how to much get was to. he suing for? What's a boner worth these days? Oh, it, Sarge? I mean, Sarge? Sarge? What's that worth? Uh <laughs> In mona- <laughs> I'm talking in monetary terms. What's I mean? What's a persistent boner worth? What do you, What do you pay a guy with a persistent boner? I guess it depends on how long. Besides what a you, cheap horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
what are they charging for pills nowadays? Bigger's better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know even how you put a monetary value on a on a flaccid priaprism. Flaccid. Priaprism. That's the proper term. Well, flaccid is not hard. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> flaccid is flaccid. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. Uh, never mind. Yeah. Moving on. Um, so I don't know how you put a price on that, yeah. dude. But yeah. um, anyways, BMW. Yep. Well, I do. It's called, um, uh, uh, what are the little blue pills? Uh, uh, Sarge Gutting. What are those things called? No idea. Uh, <laughs> you're trying to set them up, dude. What are they called? Um, I'm reading. <laughs> he is... All right, guys. So I'm gonna. All right, we got some emails here. Believe it or not, I'm gonna put this in the show notes because it is a worthwhile story. It's pretty funny, and it's funny, and uh, yeah. So that's uh, what our courts are spending their time on. What do we got uh, for? We're going to emails. We are going to emails. And uh, all right, why don't you, uh, Popeye, go ahead and uh, round off with the first email? Yeah, you bet. All right, for our first email, we got a pretty good one here. It comes from Rob Grazian. I got mail. Yay! Yay! I got mail. Getting in the email bag. Like I said, from uh, Rob Grazian from down there in Texas. He says, Labs. Howdy from Texas. Howdy. Yeah, similar to your Irish accents, which your drawl also needs some work. Is it draw or drawl? Drawl. All right. It's drawl. It's drawl. Yep. But don't feel bad. I grew up here and I do not sport a draw. Now, on to oil. I bought my five-year-old son a Honda dirt bike for my for Christmas. I also have a Honda dirt bike and a new 2014 Street Glide. As I mentioned earlier in an email to Ryan, I'm new to Harley-Davidson, but I am not new to motorcycles or maintenance. I have been looking for a good synthetic oil to use in my dirt bikes to replace the Honda Dyno GN4. I've been I've read good things about the Amsoil and your podcast came at the perfect time. I also plan to try it on the Street Glide when I complete the 5000 mile service. I'll let you know how it does. Lastly, if you're reading this ad considering um or excuse me, if you're reading this and considering buying Ryan's oil change service inspection video mm. in capitals, do it exclamation point exclamation point. It's thorough informative and nicely done and may i add step by step without skipping you, it steps. doesn't say that get out of there <laughs> it doesn't you're done dude. finish Informed the day email. nicely done i also included a donation and Thank here's you. where it gets good my only request only request is that you guys use it towards the podcast adult beverage fund yeah buddy have one on me from rob in the lone star state thank you rob we'll have one on you appreciate it buddy yeah absolutely thanks rob grazian and i think that we're saying it right g-r-a-z-i-a-n but uh yeah dude thanks for the props buddy and uh, sorry it took so long to get to this like i said i've got a lot of emails and i will get to them um show by show but what he's referring to is uh which I have sold quite a few copies this week, believe it or not. I've had mm-hmm. the emails coming in each time a sale. And that is lawabidingbiker.com forward slash 2014 Harley Maintenance. Now, I have the free one on YouTube that has, I don't even, I haven't looked in weeks. and uh, But it, it was up to well over a quarter million views. Um, but this one is the for sale. And it's way, the, the one on YouTube gets, I get comments daily on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one for sale is well worth it and the guys that are buying it like him just sent me an email took the time to send me an email after he bought the video and uh yeah so thank you for that and he's also referring to uh our amsoil Amsoil. episode yeah the amsoil episode that's good stuff amsoil i run it in my stuff and yeah it's good what is the link to that episode Um, lawabidingbreaker.com forward slash episode 
26. So lawbindingbiker.com slash 26. All about AMSOIL and synthetic. I send guys like weekly. Like I get several emails a week about AMSOIL and whether guys should use it and stuff. Um, so I always send them to that episode. Yeah. So 26, episode 26. You bet. Check it out. Speaking of, real quick, we didn't talk about it. We didn't. Speaking of videos, is uh, the new auto tuner video out that I have. The for sale video, highly just came requested. Out, right? It did. Just came out. By the time this episode comes out, it will have been out for a little mm-hmm. while. Um, uh, lawbodybiker.com forward slash auto tuner. That's in follow up to forward slash power commander and the number five. Um, yeah, highly anticipated, highly requested. Finally got it out. And uh, if you're on the email list, make sure you get on it because I gave out coupon codes. And on our last podcast episode, I gave out coupon codes. So you got to be on the email club if you want to get it first. Lawbindingbiker.com slash email club. It's free, no spam, and you will get everything first. And you'll also get everything first right here on the podcast. So hopefully you're on that email list. If not, get on it, and you'll get, get a coupon up. code for the auto tuner video, which is uh, already sold Oscar, a ton right? of copies. I think that's coupon, uh, code. coupon code Oscar. If it's still good on this episode, yeah, by this true. episode, it's going to be so. a while out. But if it's still available, the coupon code is Oscar, all lowercase, all one word, and you can get a discount on that video. Why don't you? Uh, who wants to handle the next? Let's keep diving into the email. Sorry, you want this here. next email here? Got it. Got it. Go ahead and read it. Uh, the gentleman's name is Rick Besser. He's from Lacey, Lacey, Washington, yeah. right across the mountains, not too far. Mm-hmm. He says, hi, Ryan. Wonder hi, Rick. if I might ask you a question about switching from standard oil to synthetic. I have 1,000 miles on a 2013 Fat Bob and want to switch. How do I make sure and get all of the oil out of the crank? Is there a trick to it? Thank you in advance and love your site. Also, the Europeans do as well. You know, here's what I would like, say. If you want to get all the oil out of the crank... I would get the 1993 BMW and I would ride it at high speeds. And uh, I'm just saying, you know, is it, that's one for me. You know, one it, for me. Is it really that big? De- that big a deal to be? I mean, a lot of synthetics are blended. There you go. And so, so you're I don't answering think the question. Look at Jeff. He's yeah. just moving. Well, I mean, Look not, at him. He's answering real, questions now. Yeah. It's not real critical when you switch to a synthetic at all that you have the crankcase completely devoid of any of the previous devoid. oil devoid i mean because eventually after a couple of different oil changes you know all of the old oil will be out of there and if you if you have a little trace of the previous oil in there with your synthetic it's not going to hurt anything at all yes see look at he's answering questions now dude um, i like he's it a wealth he's, of knowledge he's coming he's back a wealth of knowledge i'm going to get him and uh, oscar on here yeah. devoid no 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 I, no i'm no don't compare me with Oscar. There's no. Oh, you have a wealth there. of experience. Well, experience maybe. <laughs> Knowledge. Go to Oscar. Okay. The origin of devoid, Middle English, past participle of obsolete. It says adjective entirely lacking or free from. Yeah. Lisa kept her voice devoid of emotion. Wow. See, I'm learning new stuff Look from bringing smart guys down here, He's dude. He's a wealth of knowledge. He is. Um, anyway, anyway, Rick, I would say, <laughs> just to take this over here, I, w- I wouldn't be too worried. When you switch over to synthetic, I wouldn't be too worried about uh, any traces left in the crank from the previous oil. Nope. Um, within a couple of oil changes, you'll be... Yeah, you'd be good. Because yeah. a lot of this, like I said... Um, I used to use blended synthetic on on my truck, mm-hmm. and so mm. you know they sell synthetic blends with a certain percentage of. Never mind the crash in the studio of regular oil. So <laughs> I wouldn't wor- I wouldn't worry at all when you switch over to synthetic. 
Um, just do it. Don't be too worried about what's left in the crankcase because eventually the next oil chains are probably all out of there by then anyway. And it won't hurt a thing. Yeah. Good answer. And that was my mm-hmm. basically response to him. And I already sent him via email, but I wanted to cover it with the listening audience. And yeah, Jeff's absolutely right. Don't worry about a thing. Just mix it together and it'll eventually work its way out of there. And again, my number one response would be get the 1993 BMW, ride it hard. And uh, empty your crank of anything. You'll, you'll void. Devoid. Is it devoid? <laughs> I don't even know if I. <laughs> devoid. <laughs> get, your, um, get it out of the crank. Get a prior prism. Uh, yep. Clean your crank yep. out crank. and you'll be good to go. Yep. All right. This is Ooh. really immature in here tonight yeah. with Jeff here. Yeah. He's, he's so immature. Yeah. For being so mature, he's so immature. Look at He's just over there looking at us, dude. Yeah. He's just like, am I really. I'm glad we took his firearm away. We're talking like. Yeah, he's like, am I with a couple 10-year-olds? Pretty much. Pretty much. I already told my wife about the theme song. She loves it. She loves it. (laughs) See? She thinks like me. She loves it, yeah. It's you. Mm -hmm. It's you. All right, what do we... uh, Oh, also, real quick, again, that was in reference to episode 26, Mm -hmm. lawbindingbiker.com slash 26, if you want to listen to that Amsoil episode. Um, All right, who wants to go... We've got um, a longer one here. Who gets the straw? We're, let's uh, keep. I'll take it. We're we're halfway down the email yeah. bag. Keep diving yeah. down. I, yeah, keep Drill diving down. in. Keep Drill diving down. in. That's right. Dive in. <laughs> uh, so this is a little bit longer one, and this is going to have to do with uh, episode thirty-eight, Law Biting Biker episode. If you go to to www. the World Wide Web. <laughs> Thanks, because nobody law, knows that lawbitingbiker.com forward slash thirty-eight. We had a a, a, had a debate a about. Uh, belt drive versus chain drive. So Dick Curtis writes. This is in. funny. So pay attention yeah, to this is. email, this guys. Is, this is an interesting one because he he educates I, a little bit. He here. does, and it's, I had a lot to think about. And yep. yeah. Anyway, here we go. We'll dive right in. Dive in. I have my own experience to share regarding your belt rules versus chains rule. Drool. Excuse me, drool episode. First, I think you should have stressed the type of drive should be uh, shouldn't be the deciding factor. They all work well. And it's not practical to change from one type to another, so pick your bike and just do the maintenance that needs to be done. Second, lubrication takes about five minutes every other fuel stop. There are easy ways to keep it from being messy. Auto oilers are available for $50 and up if you prefer that route. Modern chains don't stretch until it's near replacement time. Over 50,000 miles, you can expect to replace it four times. So for $400 basically sprockets twice during that 50,000 miles, which is about $160 lube. Well, that's going to be about 150 times. Let's guess a can of lube does it 10 times at about $8 a can, which is going to equal about $120. So he's saying about $680 in parts is basically what it comes to. How much lube do you need for the 1993 BMW? <laughs> Sorry, never mind. Just, just go. <laughs> Sorry, add, I can't get off uh, that stupid. Add labor cost if you're not doing it yourself for $400. Breakage is a non-issue, he says, because since most chains use a riveted master link, changing sprockets is common on the metric bites, bikes. Uh, it can be done by the side of the road in about 15 minutes if you wanted to do so, unless you rode you know, in some type of a track or some type of a race setting. Metric bikes turn about 9,000 RPMs or even faster. A gear change can put you in the optimum part of the power band. Mm, uh, power for, band. Yeah, yeah. For whatever style of your riding. 
you don't uh, you don't do that with the big twins like the Harleys, the uh, Victories, and whatnot, because you have a big torque available over the entire RPM range. Big torque. So well, you know what this sounds to me like is like I said, yeah, you know he, he I don't like. I'm looking kind of both sides of the argument. This is that I don't know if he's trying to say that it's not that much in maintenance to do it, and it's fairly easy. But when I looked at that, I went, holy moly, yeah, that's right. a lot of maintenance. It's like. Why do I want to do that if I can go get a belt drive and not have to deal with any of that? Yep. Uh, you know, here's the deal. Um, and I'm so glad Dick Curtis sent this email in. But, you know, uh, some bikes just come with it. And that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. But I think he broke it. And that's what I like about the law-abiding biker community is, you know, we get on here and we give you our experience and, and our life experiences. And, you know. Some, some have more than others. Yeah, right. Some yeah. some of our opinions and, and things like that. And, uh, um you know, so, but I like when Dick Curtis here sends an email back and he basically gives us some updated education. That's what this forum's for, guys. So Dick spoke up here and he's actually told me some things that I wasn't aware of. Chains are a lot, you know, more like he says here, you know, advanced and he brings up some good technical points. And I was just going from my experience. But so there you go. So if we made it sound like uh, Chains Drool, which is awesome, um, <laughs> you know, we kind of did on that episode, and that was based on my experience and, and current uh, people that I ride with that have chains. But, you know, if you do end up with a bike with a chain, you know, it's not going to kill you. Would I choose to get a chain still? Absolutely not. That's just me, though. Um, you know, I have nothing against them, but if you want no. a bike with a chain, go for it. And like the sports bike, you got to have them, yeah. you know, uh, because of width reasons and all that but again uh episode 38 covers that in depth but thank you dick curtis for that updated information and there you go it's we, good email yep it is and we threw it out to the law-abiding biker community so there you go there's some more information from a guy that obviously is educated uh with with chains and obviously probably rides a bike is did i read that in there or does he just talk about him i no, assume I, I, I have to assume that he rides a bike he he's talking mention, about bmws and whatnot a, yeah he doesn't mention a specific model in here oh wait what yeah my doesn't. bad i was looking at a different one He's talking about metric bikes, so I'm, I'm assuming he's okay. got to be riding. He's got to be. I would riding. assume if he knows that much about change and the cost if he's, and everything. If he's so. listening to us and he's talking about metric bikes, I'm gonna have to yeah. assume that he's riding. Yeah, I agree. And when I talk about metric bikes, I'm thinking a lot of like sports bikes and stuff because most of the cruisers, not all, but have the shaft drives or the belt drives or yeah. stuff like that. But anyways, they do make them, right. and it's still a viable option. And you need to make your, based on that episode 38, and based on Dick's information there, you choose. <laughs> what you want to get the sprocket um, the sprocket and the chain is it's it's a bigger deal for the hill riding and whatnot well yeah correct me i mean i remember growing up you know we used to do a lot of hill riding whatnot and the size of the sprocket the teeth and whatnot mm-hmm. was a big variable um but you know now i'm way too lazy for that yeah you know just put the belt on and just that's my take belt, is yeah. no matter how you argue it anyway in and out yeah. it's a belt drive for it's, me it's yeah. just i don't have to do anything <laughs> mm-hmm. takes care of itself so there you go guys but thanks dick curtis we got the information out for you and anytime you guys uh you don't want to uh, add or uh to our content we will put it out for you guys even if it's in contrary to what we said yeah uh, because we are learning as we go to stuff and that's how we help each other here in the community is uh, by listening and learning from each other we got the platform we'll put it out for you all right guys what do we got next are we still Digging deep into this. Another, are yep. we digging deep into the mailbag? Oh, we're digging deep. We got oh, another email. Keep diving. Cover some good stuff. Sir, do you want to cover, cover this? this one? There you go. Oh, Hang on. He's he's getting his glasses. Uh-oh. Let me give you guys a visual. Uh-oh. He's bending over. Um, hang on. He's got a kink in his back. Hang on. Hang on. Nope. He's good. Oh, now now the iPad. He's he's 
He's mm. he's got the iPad and he's, he's got it. He's oh. uh, he's shaking his fist. Gentleman from right. Deep Haven, Minnesota. Tom and forgive me, Tom. I'm going to give it a try. McGoldrick. Yep, McGoldrick. Okay. Deep Haven, Minnesota. Deep wow, Haven, Minnesota. How about that, yep. Serge? What do you think? Minnesota. I'm from uh, originally from near there. Got a lot of you know North Dakota. I thought you were from Bethlehem, North Dakota, South yeah, Dakota. North Dakota. <laughs> so been to Minnesota many times. Beautiful, beautiful there. Yes. It says hi guys. Love the podcast. It truly appeals to the wide variety of riders beyond even metric bikes. A spacesuit-wearing, BMW-riding, eat-every-meal-in-a-different-state type of rider like me can enjoy the show. I got to say, Tom, do you ride a 1993 BMW in your spacesuit? Because <laughs> that'll get caught up in your spacesuit. Well, get that caught in the zipper. You'll get it caught in the zipper straight up. <laughs> Two months. How'd you get the Frank above the beans? No, he's, he's been on the road for longer. <laughs> He's been on the road for longer than that. So it's here good to go on. Says, right, I've sorry, been riding since the 80s. Oh, geez. And I'm amazed at how much more there is to learn. It has been an education for me on bike clubs, the whole issue of patching in and club organization. I thought episode 37 was particularly good. I love to watch a tight and professional group flow down the road. It is truly a thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. I don't think most people realize how difficult it is to do well. And safely. Oh, excuse me. To do it well and safely. If you ever see a rider in a faded spacesuit cruising down the road on a red BMW, don't forget to wave back. Thank you, Tom. Awesome. And you know I was just looking it up while you guys were while you were reading that because you referenced episode 37. So I was looking up here on the uh, IMAC. Episode 37 was riding motorcycles on a biker club environment, group motorcycle riding dynamics. So there you go. A guy who rides since the 80s with a BMW, you know, whatever is this show still talks to him is what he's saying um, to because to, we don't just talk about clubbing. We talk about everything. So mm-hmm. here we go. So, so many clubs popping up over the last eight years. Um, I see a ton of you. And this isn't law enforcement related. This podcast is for the law abiding biker, which All is the 99 percent of the motorcycle majority. The big MM. Whether you're in a club or not, this will pertain to you. Mm-hmm. I know that even if you're not in a club, you've seen it. We see tons of law-abiding biker clubs popping up everywhere. It's gotten really popular. It's gotten mainstream with the media and some TV shows and things like that. And so I'm going to talk more. I want to keep it open to all law-abiding biker clubs, but I am going to dive a little bit into law enforcement motorcycle clubs only because that's, you know, my full-time profession. Um, So I'm a little more knowledgeable about that. However, I have dealt with and and have friends in other law-abiding biker clubs that are not police officers but they're in lab clubs um so do you anybody want to start this you want me to start <clears throat> yeah you got nothing all right anyways <laughs> so, just kidding. that's I mean, not I, about I, to I, speak i, I take I a breath have. you've got nothing have. i caught a little off guard i will have okay well let me let me uh let me open up with why don't you go ahead all right let me have yeah, a go ahead and you go ahead and start it all right so here's my take um I see, and and I know Jeff can probably attest to this, and maybe not. Maybe he'll just say, go pack sand. But I'm going to say it anyways. There used to be a big drawing of the horse-drawn carriages, and everybody oh, wanted geez. to have. We're off track. <laughs> hold on. Hold okay. On, on. You want to meet him? I'm done. No, I'm finish. done. Let him finish. He doesn't <laughs> stop. God, I'll tell you what. So, you know. I'm so devastated. <laughs> I've been in, you know, law enforcement field 
um, for about what we're talking about at dinner and, you know, 19 years now. And I will tell you that even when I started, and I know Jeff has more years, uh, as far as service time than me. And in fact, we were talking 30, 30, 30. So he's got 10, I was, 11 I was, I was two. years on me. Popeye's got like five. Um, <laughs> and he was born. Um, yeah, I don't know. He, yeah, whatever. So, yeah, he hasn't learned a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I see it. And maybe you do too, Pop. I see it in a different because I. How many years do you have? I'm sorry, I was just teasing. But uh, almost eight. Okay, so eight. So maybe you've even seen it in your time, but the brotherhood of of police work, what we do, was drastically different when I started 19 years ago. Um, it has changed. Uh, Profoundly, I will use big words for you, Popeye. It has changed profoundly over the last 19 years um, as far as how close we are within a law enforcement agency. And I've worked for different agencies. Um, well, I was a reserve and then I worked 11 full time for another and then I switched. So I've seen it. So it's not just because I come from one particular agency. I have seen, um, you know, the different styles and things. But I will tell you that when I started... We were very, very tight knit and the people you worked with and the brotherhood and the backstabbing and um, a lot of the internal politics. Now, it's always been there. I know that I'm not dumb to that fact um, because I do know a lot of retired guys and stuff and uh, have a beer with them now and then. But it I just know probably the first five, six, seven years of my law enforcement career, it was your brotherhood came from where you worked i mean we moved and i remember painting my house and guys would come over what i get from this club now i got from my law enforcement brethren back then and we had to move and you had you know 10 guys show up to help you move um like i say painting the house if you were sick they would come over and take care of you you knew that um you know your spouse was taken care of not in that way that was probably <laughs> happened too but um you know it still happens it was just this tight-knit brotherhood and i didn't need to go elsewhere for it now i always rode motorcycles when i first started i didn't have a bike at that time in law enforcement i had sold my bike that was a dumb mistake but um anyways so over the years and I think that it transfers over to regular law-abiding biker clubs too. You know, I have family that works in other industries. My brother's a big wig for a, uh, he's a, I can never say this word, horticulturist. Mm-hmm. Horticulture. Did horticulturist. I say? That's a hard one. Horticulturalist. Anyways, <laughs> he's a he's a big wig and uh, like number three in command at this huge, they own, uh, I don't know how much farmland, but. You know, so I talk to other people. I have other people that work in private industry and I get the same feed from them that even back then, just the way the world's changed is you got a lot of that brotherhood and that connection at work. Well, now when you go to work and like I said, I've worked at different places. Now now you have your close friends. I agree. Okay. I agree. But there are few. I don't know if that's fair. You guys will have a, we're going to do a round table. So you guys are going to have a, uh, make a notes, mental notes or or write down because if you don't agree, or you have a different viewpoint than me. Maybe it's just the world I'm in. Um, but you don't have that. You don't have the brotherhood at work anymore. So I see a lot of people, lab clubs. I see, you know, and of course, TV has made it popular. I get it. Um, some of the shows out, um, 
you know, they want to think they want to be in a motorcycle club and stuff. So that's been some, some buzz lately and they start and maybe they don't, um, maybe they aren't very loyal and they end up not doing it or whatever. But, um, you see all these clubs popping up. So from my perspective, that's why I get from this motorcycle club that we're in the sworn few MC, what I used to get at work many, many years ago with that tight, tight brother. Like I said, if I need to paint in my house and I called you guys at all costs, I, I have no doubt if you guys could make it, you know, aside from you couldn't get a day off work. It, I know if my family was sick, you guys and, and vice versa, you know, I would be up there in Wenatchee. Um, and just recently one of our, uh, fellow law enforcement uh, retired, he's with the blue Knights. He got sick and had some blood clots and I sent you guys, he went to a hospital up in your neck of the woods and I sent you guys over there and thank you for doing that, mm-hmm. you know, but that's the kind of brotherhood that I get now from this club that I can't get at work. And I don't know if it's just time changing and mental and you know, the younger guys we're getting now, um, it's a. <laughs> he's shaking his head vigorously. I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. He's going. See, I'm I'm speaking to Jeff right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm speaking to Jeff. Yeah. But the younger generation that we're getting, there's just a, a and not all of them. I'm a for, formal training officer in FTO. I train brand new rookies. So does Popeye. Um, and and of course Jeff's a supervisor, so he supervises us and the rookies. Um, but you know, it's just a different mentality. There's just not the respect, and so. And there's all these, this crazy world we're in. Um, there's just all these politics that we have to deal with. And so there's just a lack of trust. doesn't mean, like we've said in past episodes, I'm going to back those guys up at the drop of a dime. They're still my brothers. They're my coworkers. But I don't hang out with them off duty. And so I go to this motorcycle club. This is where, because I have a say here. I have a say who I work with in this club. I have a say who I hang out with. I have a say who I, um, you know, want to spend my time with at work. You know, who they hire is who they hire. And yes, we're going to work together and I'm going to back them up. And, uh, but here we have control. And like we talked in our last episode, nobody gets in here. And so to me, I think that's just my opinion on why so many law abiding biker clubs are popping up. Number one, TV, industry, Hollywood. And then number two, even before that, we saw them, um, popping up which i think is great there's a lot a lot, lot of law-abiding biker clubs that are popping up now and not worrying about all this ridiculous one percent bullcrap which we don't even you know worry about just if you want to start a club start a club screw all that stuff that's long gone that's that's uh to me that's uh um just done it was a uh it was a culture at one time but you see it you see a lot of these clubs lab clubs popping up they don't care and there's really not anything they're having to deal with so props to that but okay that's my 10 cents on why I think there's so many law abiding biker. I think most of it is out brotherhood that people are seeking. First of all, we like to ride motorcycles. Second of all, we're getting the brotherhood that we're seeking out that we don't, uh, that we're not getting at work. All right, there you go. There's something for you to chew on. It's interesting. Uh, go ahead and go to Sergio. Uh, I think you covered a lot of topics. That, uh... Yeah, you weren't listening at all. You weren't listening. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> I saw you over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was on his, Shut up. I'm he was on his you. phone texting. Uh, yeah. Okay, and we spoke about this before in a previous podcast. Though you know the larger clubs, like say the Blue Knights. I don't mean to smash on the Blue Knights because we're not smashing them. No, they're no, we're using them as an example. Right. They are the example. They are a huge organization. They are the biggest international. Yep. I had no interest in being. You know, a member of a club like that. You know, so you will have, which is basically what happened here, you'll have groups of people who uh, 
live and work with individuals with the common interest as far as motorcycle riding that will decide that, hey, you know, what what it is that will satisfy you know, our desires as far as riding bikes is concerned would be to, you know, keep the, the tighter knit group. All right. Right together yeah. and then form their own clubs. It's, you know, I'm not an expert in the field by any stretch. No, of I don't know. We're just I, asking you know, for your nothing, opinion. That's yeah, all. I've never. So you don't know the why club. there's so many. Not really. Okay. No, not really. You just think it's coincidence? <laughs> I guess long story short. <laughs> I, can, I guess I can put it this way. I can understand why they would not want to be members of Certain you know, the larger international or multi-state organizations you know, or, right. or clubs. I can understand why they would not want to you be, want to be a member. So kind of yeah. what you're saying is you understand that the bigger clubs have been around the lab clubs, but the maybe the reason so many new ones are popping up is because they're they're smaller tighter knit clubs well that's what worked for me i mean oh i just reeled that you see that that's what a host does right there is i just reeled it in yeah you know it took me 20 minutes to say that didn't it pretty much pretty much (laughs) well and uh we learned what we learned what bloviating is yeah (laughs) and i don't i I don't see any of these clubs no we're happy to have you here i don't see any of these clubs as wanting to become very large multi-state multinational organizations they're just not anymore i agree no sworn fuse are going to take over the world they're they all seem to me pretty much the all the ones that i hear about anyway seem to be localized yeah we're we're heading for putin next yeah we're gonna be here to putin putin's gonna be talking to us here pretty soon putin uh, tang we're gonna be putin tang we're gonna be putting him on notice okay are we out of time now no No. i can't i can't wait to hear what let's go long i can't wait to hear what popeye's got to say we don't get very many times with jeff in the studio so we don't i don't mind if we go a little longer because this is actually a a wealth of knowledge you want me to keep going no wealth of knowledge you're like a museum i didn't say that i just said you ever heard of the smithsonian all i can say is i just wish law dog was here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been good. Huh? Yeah, I've been that much better. <laughs> no, we're we are over, but you know what? I'm okay because this is a All good right. subject, and I would hate to do another episode on this. So yeah, it's cool. it's your and we'll you finish, and then we'll wrap it up. Right. So I'll here wrap we go. It up here Here's quick. straight from Popeye Roundtable. I'm not gonna. Uh, you yeah, heard it right I here first. Uh, I won't take too long. Can I make one note here? Go ahead. I did this without notes. Had a boy. He did. You didn't know how to use your notes. That's why he was off track, yes, but did. he did it without notes. <laughs> but I can go anywhere without notes. <laughs> yeah. So here's here's my thing. Okay. You I better have a thing. I do. Is is that uh, I would say, and I uh, uh, a guy that uh, the Sarge knows too, who I respect, and and he's, he's got a some good dumbass. He's got some. I don't good, know who uh, he is, but you're already saying he's a dumbass just in a nice way. Go ahead. No, he's got uh, a I lot of good know. opinions, and like he says, he goes. People are inherently tribal. Everybody mm. wants to belong to a tribe. Talking your mic. Yeah. Even though you're okay. reading. My bad. Oh, so yeah, people are inherently, yeah, like I said, they, they want to belong to a tribe. They want to be part of something. Now, all these people, they want to be, is it a cops club? Is it a firefighters club? A military club? Republican, Democrat? Uh, a BMW club? A Honda club? What about know, a communist club? What Communist club? Well, yeah, whatever it that. is. I like it. Yeah. So basically, what they want to do is they want to hang out with friends. They want to hang out with like-minded people. Uh, like-minded people. They want a motor that vibrates and a prior prism. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ninety-three BMW. Specifically, if you get a club of ninety-three <laughs> BMWs, 1100. that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get in that club. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. So no, I mean basically, what these people want to do is they want to be a part of something bigger. They want to be a part. They want to be, you know, they want to be um, with like. They want to be loved. So, yeah. So why? I see the. Fu- <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, they just want totally yeah, clips so of the heart. So, mm-hmm. what is what is it with all the clubs out there popping up? Uh, I would say that I think that you're kind of at a a time, um, you know, a, a time in society where the big one percenter club, the big you know motorcycle clubs, stuff like that, is kind of gone by the wayside. People aren't right. You know, it's worried about the motorcycling, uh, the the that whole do we have to act permission and yeah, all this the bull stigma crap that comes yeah. across with it. And these people want uh, want to be with like-minded people and they're fine with opening up something i think that's all really what it comes down to the 99 percenters are finally taking charge because nowhere else seriously i was talking about this with somebody else yesterday not to uh, we'll get back Mm -hmm. but you know it's finally a time when we are the motorcycle majority Mm -hmm. we are the 99 percenters Mm -hmm. where else in society does one percent tell 99 percent what to do that's changed yeah it has i've seen it it's done and you know what? We're stepping up to the plate. Right. The ninety-nine percent are saying no. That's that's gone. One yeah. percent is not going to tell us what right. we can do. Exactly. So you want to put I've a patch. You want to put a patch in your back. You know, yep. and you're not in a one percent club. Yeah, you're going to do it. Yep. And you're going to represent. You can do what you like. Now to get back to what you guys yeah, are talking sorry. about, though, uh, a little bit of uh, the whole how has law enforcement changed? Because that's you know it's what we all do. That's actually a good. Yeah, I wonder in your time how that's changed or you've seen anything changed. Well, <laughs> he is the change. He, you're right. Yeah. yeah, he is. But, you know but I bet he's seen changes even in eight but, years. But you know what I would say is, is that even Sarge would say is that I'm probably different than a lot of the new guys that come in and the fact of that. Uh, you retarded? Have, no, oh, I have a military background. Oh, yeah. And the True thing that. is, I look at guys and I tell people all the time, even that have you know my time or less time on than I do, is, is that I think a lot of people don't have the brotherhood Um. Unless they have, and you know, I tell people, even if you were military, but if you were not deployed, if you did not go serve in a combat zone, you don't have that brotherhood. You just don't. And nowhere have I Good ever point. seen brotherhood as I have in a combat zone. And you come back. Uh, well, I mean, there's very, there's a couple of guys, um, and I can name them that I work with who understand brotherhood that I work around with every day who are not in the military never deployed in like that. But the, there's very few people that are like that. The vast majority of people, even if you were in the military, uh, unless, like I said, unless you were actually deployed, they don't understand that brotherhood. So like I said, I understand, you know, from a, you know, old school point of law enforcement and they're talking about brotherhood. It is, it's way different because I can see it even for me is, is I don't see brotherhood in law enforcement. Like I see brotherhood in the military for people who have been deployed together. It's a very different thing. That's awesome. That's a good in, uh, insight because, yeah, I've never been in the military. So, uh, yeah, having served, that's that's good insight. Tight brotherhood it's good in info. combat, right? It's that's good, good info. Yeah, it's good. Not as good as Hardy Davidson panty droppers. No, but, no not, uh, quite as, not quite um, as good. But I was actually listening this time, and that was good info. Um, so tight brotherhood. Yeah. Yeah. So what, in law enforcement, um, what have you seen in, in our particular, what have you seen change? In, in eight years, I, I don't know if it has. Was there more brotherhood when you started eight years no. ago? Or is it just the same no. for you? No, it's yeah. a, it, it's the same. I see, mean, that's why I'm saying. I think right. about you but know the thing ten is, years in is when it changed for me. Yeah. But I, like I said, I think the thing for me is is that uh, I, I don't think it's changed. I think um, I could see the difference in people when I was even at the academy for people who had served overseas. Yep, how they acted, what their perspective was on brotherhood as compared to people who who were just out of college. And all they had was a college degree as to how they thought about things. I mean, and I think the, the 
the reason is, um, you know, people uh, have a different perspective on life. You know, I mean, what's important? I mean, everything could. They be don't gone have to- a perspective. No, a lot everything of them. everything could be gone tomorrow. It's a doggy doggy world, and we're all wearing milk bone shorts. That's what I'm saying. We're no, out, baby. No, we're not out yet. I wanted to just say donations, couple donations. Oh, Pat Tagliarina from. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. From Garfield Heights, Garfield Heights, Ohio. Thank you so much, brother. If you want to donate, lawabidingbuyer.com/slash/donate. Don't forget about the Patreon page. That is the best thing to do is just pledge a certain amount per piece of content. Thomas Alberta from Massapeka, New York. Massapeka, New York. Shout out to the New York. New York, New York. New York. That's Massa- right. Very Massa- substantial donation from Thomas. Massapequa. That's right. <laughs> right so I just wanted to throw out a couple of those donations. But anyways, guys, yeah. Thanks so much um, for for listening, and I know we went a little bit over, but uh, that's all right. I thought it was a pretty important subject. And uh, all right, don't forget, call to action, lawabidingbiker.com forward slash Patreon. Pledge that very little amount for each piece of content so we can keep going with this thing. We don't have to have sponsors and all that. Lab podcast phone number 509-731-3548. Leave a message. We will play it. We need some voicemails, guys. We need some voicemails. Bring them on internet voicemail right from your computer microphone lawabidingbecker.com forward slash voicemail or voice message email or voicemail all at the same place lawabidingbecker.com slash contact all right guys don't forget about that free email club you can get the special promo codes the new auto tuner video is out all that good stuff uh lawabidingbecker.com slash email club don't forget to rate us on itunes or stitcher radio all our social media we've made it super easy lawbandingbiker.com forward slash iTunes Stitcher Radio forward slash Facebook forward slash Google Plus all that good stuff guys keep the rubber side down and, and the shiny side up attaboy thanks for being in the studio guys it's been awesome yeah buddy thank you for listening to the Law Abiding Biker podcast please listen to our next episode <laughs> You know, and, and I think that it kind of goes back to, you know, some references that I made earlier as far as common denominators when you're talking about motorcycle, motorcycle riding. Uh, the one that I have out in your garage right now is my fifth. But when I, you know, was growing up, you know, the idea if you... If you to come back when I was a teenager, well, I'll put it to you simply this way to, to save some time too. The first exposure I ever had. Yeah, was, if we're going to go back to when you were a teenager. <laughs> no, no, no. I no, mean, God, no, we're going to be your. Oh, geez. The first, it's only an hour. <laughs> the first exposure I ever had to something like a word processor, you know, I was 21 years old and it was in college. Those types of things did not exist. If you tried to tell anybody back then that this was coming, there wasn't anybody that could possibly fathom or think, you know, about the way that the world exists today. Um, you know, and I think you hit it on, on it earlier, Ryan. You know, the key, the key word there is, it is different. You know, it's different. It has changed. You know, the, the environment and the circumstances in which people grow up in now, um, you know, doesn't even remotely resemble the way things were before. 
Can you imagine now a world without a cell phone? Uh, no. Okay. Back up 20 years, could you explain to somebody what the world was going to be like in reference to cell phones, in, in reference to, you know, to his age group? Is that I have seen the entire spectrum. Now, I am not as good, you know, with um, the social media, um, you know, I've got this, this, uh, the pad in front of me and I've struggled with it tonight. Got it to work for the most part, but you know, I needed a little bit of help. When I asked you if you but, want the pad yeah, earlier, you thought you see, it was a maxi I, pad. I have, the advantage that I have is I've seen the entire <laughs> spectrum. I'm not an expert the way that things exist right now, but I have been able to see all of it evolve. And so I think that, you know, someone like myself is in a better position to, you know, lend out, um, something along the lines of, you know, we're talking about motorcycle clubs here. Everything else is aside. The social media is aside. You know, the, the, uh, the internet, the airwaves, the, the cell phones, wide web, all that sort of stuff, you know, goes, the interweb. In, goes into the side bank or the back. You get on your motorcycle and you ride. That is the common denominator. You got a group of people now that just say, we just want to ride. You're bloviating. Yeah. You're, so going what back to hold on time out what was the word <laughs> bloviating. bloviating bloviating yes i missed that episode <laughs> do you want me to look that up yeah no no right. you guys go ahead and look that up bloviate yeah bloviating. that means talk at length mm-hmm. the environment. In an infl- Boom. inflated or empty way yeah. oh dude popeye knows did you really did you really tell he basically told you that you're talking in an empty way yeah <laughs> popeye knows a little something something <laughs> I, think, I think it has to do with more along the lines of the environment that i grew up in uh-huh. Versus the environment that Popeye grew, grew right. up in, he had no rules. Yeah. yeah, and you know his mama, mama didn't you say I love you. No rules. <laughs> you can't fault either one of us for that. Yep. Um, it is what it is. You know, when I first came into the business, um, the people that I work with, wider, no matter where they were Jeez. from, grew up in the same set of circumstances. Yep. And so the way that they looked at the job, the way that they looked at the people that they were working with was a product of their environment. And so was it a tighter knit group of people? Yes, it was. But how about, when did you see the uh, change in in law enforcement in your 30 year career? When did you change? You know, you said brotherhood was tighter back then. And I'm saying eight years ago, that's my experience. When did you start seeing the downfall of, our particular uh, field of work. Now, I don't know if I'd want to use the word downfall. I, I, I think I'd be more along the lines to use the word change. <laughs> yes, I definitely use the wrong word there. Change, change. That's definitely a, definitely administrator speaking there. <laughs> you All right, running sir. for sure. Jeez. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, you're for right. Me, you're for right. Me, I, I can't really give a specific time when that occurred. I think it was as far as for myself. It started. I started to notice it more when I became. Uh, a supervisor oh yeah definitely that just adds to it um yeah and then i had to turn around and and tell these guys this is what i want and it would depend on where they came from the environment they came from the time frame that they came from as far as the reaction that i would get and i still see that today yeah and it all has to do with you know who this individual is and to put it bluntly, how old that individual right. is. If his mom kissed him yeah. enough, right. I have people on my crew right now that I am the same age as their parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so 
they don't see me as a father figure. I know that. But I look at them and I, I, and I know that. Daddy. Yeah. But I know that, you know, I'm talking about an individual because I can correlate them with my own kids. I mean, it's just the way that it is. I don't treat them as such because they're professionals and, and uh, you know, they're expected to do the job. That's a loose term. Yeah, but, I, I disagree. No, Using that term very loosely. <laughs> the advantage for me is that I think when I think of their mindset and I know the generation and the circumstances and the environment that they came from because I raised kids during that same time frame. I know what they were exposed to. I know that this is what these people were exposed to. They're different people than, than my own children, but... They came up at the same time. They were exposed to the same environment. Um, and so I, you know, like I said, to put it short, I know where they came from. Hmm. You know, I know what their thought process is. I know what their experience have been. Um, and that's what is left for me to deal with as far as, you know, trying to guide them mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. what it is that I think needs to be done. Dealing with a big mess. Yeah, big yeah. mess. So, so no, what, no, 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 no. What no, do you I, think I, about the, mm-hmm. the uh, as far as um, the... Uh, you know the the mass uh, law-abiding biker clubs popping up though. Tie it in with that. Yeah. Throw all that aside. Hop on a bike and go. You know that's basically when you're talking about when you're talking about motorcycle clubs. Okay, sorry. <laughs> when you're talking about motorcycle clubs, you know what is it everybody wants to do? Yeah, but look, how about law-abiding biker clubs? Because those have really. <laughs> popped up you're way off they, topic you're, you're, you're a just, mess you're bloviating not, you're a mess you're bloviating no. long bi- okay because <laughs> you want me to cover this for you I'm, no, i got no. your back jeff no, i got your listen, back here listen, you know what this what it said here originally when i was looking at the notes <laughs> it said motorcycle clubs it didn't say lemcs okay. yeah. no and lab you've, clubs and you've completely gone off topic. we have narrowed it into lemc now we're talking about popeye's mom no. we're way off topic as far as lemc <laughs> as far as well, we got could, there yet you could still correlate that with lemcs he's older than my mom is you take someone who has a harley davidson or in another american made motorcycle who's 23 24 years old just started out in business mm-hmm. you know, ride you the them or up, any, them up any with bike. someone else who also has an american made who might be 20 years in the business What's the common denominator there? Let's go ride. Does it have to be American? America, America. Harley, Ours does. Davidson Motor. Well, he, for our club, but yeah, I mean, really, all these clubs are popping up. Most yep. of the lab clubs allow anybody. That's true. You know, so you know. Can I bloviate? Uh, you, you may, but I just want to get right, his excuse me. Real can quick. I opine? I'd like to opine here. You've somewhere. been watching too much Bill O'Reilly. I think LEM. <laughs> that's <laughs> the only reason you know those words. <laughs> I think LEMCs are focused on the common interest. You know, everything else, as far as the environment where they came from, whatnot, they all have the common interest. Right, and but right. why do you think there's so many popping up? Man, you know, you're, I don't you're, know. You know, it might be geographic. Like an attorney, yeah, you know, it might be just the geographics. You know, as far as where they're from, we're here. But but all over the United States, I've seen it. If yeah. you look at the internet, they're popping everywhere mm-hmm. in a big way. More so probably than the last twenty years. We well, have more that have popped you. up in the last eight years. Okay, well, and and I bet you can. But it's it's uh <laughs> it is uh Jeff's turn. Sarge's okay. turn. I, well, I'm, here, here's, I'm reeling him in. One last point here is that I know you've <laughs> I know you've covered in previous bot podcasts. Darn right, we have the um, bloviating. The <laughs> Just, uh, I'm trying um, to find the word here as far as uh, the public well, perception. Oh, pine. Public perception of them, not only the public perception, but uh, you know, OMG investigators and whatnot. As far as their perceptions, as far as as uh, there's some as idiots and there's some good ones. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. just like everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I I know I've read a lot about that. Um, you know, for me, you know, I just you know I, I respect 
the job that they do. I respect their knowledge in those areas. Um, I think that as far as, like, say, for instance, all I can talk about is our club here. You know, that's it's, uh, something that uh, to me is, you know, they're off base. I all mean, right. One final factor, if I could. Well, you go ahead. Bloviate well, all you want. The, the, the <laughs> one thing, just to add in, is as far as modern day, you know, as far as social media, is the availability of the information as far as motorcycle riding is concerned that wasn't, you know, back in my day. True that. This podcast yeah. is a is so, prime point. It, yeah. We're getting out to the whole world here from and this so, from my little studio office you know, here. We are we're you know? to, we are talking about cops. You know, you can talk about everybody, but we're talking about cops specifically here. We are some, yeah. Which uh-huh. are the same as everybody else, you know, in that respect. Yep. You know, as far as you know, the enjoyment of it. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I when I had three bikes and then I decided, okay, I will not get another one until it's a Harley Davidson, which I did in 2006. And since that time, I have probably, I've ridden in every state, you know, halfway across the United States in that time frame, just simply because of, you know, the love of the riding. Loving you know, And then, you know, you, when you're talking about the younger generation getting involved <laughs> in motorcycle riding <laughs> and forming these clubs, you know, just that's the common denominator, just the idea of, of uh you know the information that's available out to them now that was not back then mm-hmm. as far as as far as he's just popeye's throwing you off track isn't he <laughs> no 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 i i think it's just a matter it's, it's a different time yep it's a different time and there's just there's a lot of differences out there people have common interests cops grouped together were there like certain types of horses life. you guys like to ride and now oh, you're like, nope no no okay. no that's just yeah <laughs> Um, ah, all right, well, you couldn't resist that. Couldn't. <laughs> you know what? I've never heard that one before. <laughs> you haven't? <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. Well, that's on. Have here. you used it? Yeah, I have. Have you? Oh, I okay. have. The horse drawn carriage. Um, Yep. You know, when you're overseas and you look at how people live, how people, uh, go, you know, go about their daily lives and how 
well, how you go about your daily life overseas is very different than what it is in the States. Yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, it takes a military person um, to understand that. So you and think like a lot said, of I the understand there's Brit- a difference. There's a, yeah. there's a big difference um, between um, my uh, age of law enforcement and Sarge's age, you know. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you what, I have a whole lot of respect for for you know where he's coming from what he's done i mean you know and like i said how you ever been shot with a black powder rifle <laughs> ain't funny it ain't funny Can i'm just saying no no so on a real note why do you think though bring it reel it back in what and i love that insight what why is it that the law-abiding biker clubs are growing so fast, though? Is it because of the military? Because we've had so many... See, this no. is a whole different thing that mm-hmm. I hadn't thought of. Is it because there's so many military guys coming back? No. It's not? Mm-hmm. What is it? No. Like you said, I think it's just that... Um, let me say, you know, it, it, you go back like tattoos. Tattoos is way more mainstream now than it used to be. I think the, people, I think the people are... Uh, they decided that, you know, they're, they're going to do kind of what they want. They're not going to... Uh, be prisoner to the one percent club. So that's part of it. See, they, and I think they, that's huge. Yeah, what they can and can't do. Good insight. Do. Yeah, and uh, they're just you know kind of not going to be a prisoner or subject to that anymore. And you know if they want to make a club, they're make a club. But you've got like I say, you've got a, a group of people um, who are like minded 